Turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles or look on the screen to Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23, a very familiar scripture. Usually we talk about this in December. But the Word of God says in Matthew 1 and 23, Behold, take notice of, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name. Now notice, it didn't say his name is. It says they shall call his name. Emmanuel. Which being interpreted is God with us. God with us. Now that word Emmanuel in Hebrew you can split into three parts. Im in Hebrew is with. Nu in Hebrew is us. And El in Hebrew is God. And of course in Hebrew you read from right to left rather than left to right. So in Hebrew it would be with us God. So it means God with us. Say it with me. God with us. Church, God is with us. And I want to preach to you today on Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God with us. Can you lift up your hands and your voices right now? Brother Brownie, would you pray? greatness, God. In the name of Jesus, be glorified, God, in this house. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Oh, clap your hands. Shout with a voice of triumph. Worship him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You may be seated. You know, God's name reveals his nature. God isn't restricted by time. He is I am. He is the beginning and the end. He is who is and who was and who is to come. Jesus is his name. In Hebrew, it's Yeshua, which means salvation. This is his name. And this redemption plan existed way before the Messiah was born in Bethlehem. The redemption plan existed even before, listen to me church, even before the tree of knowledge of good and evil was planted. John 1 and 1 tells us, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That Greek word for word there in this verse is logos, or the plan, meaning and pointing to Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 13 and verse 8 is actually addressing those who will worship the Antichrist. Did you catch me? But I'm reading it because of the end of this verse. 
it says in verse 8, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written, look at this, in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. This plan, Logos, Jesus Christ, was before he created the heavens and the earth. Emmanuel, this is who he is. And it means as he exists, he has included us in him. When there wasn't even any us to include. He calls himself God with us. Emmanuel, praise God. From the very beginning of humanity. The scripture declares that God walked in the garden with Adam and Eve. Genesis 3 and 8 says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Remember, folks, God is a spirit. God is a spirit. They heard the voice of the spirit walking in the cool of the day. The creator of the entire universe communed with his creation that he had made in his own image and likeness. If you ever want to know what God looks like, just look around. And when Adam and Eve sinned, it was in this very same verse, amen, of Genesis 3 and 8, when God's voice reached out to them. Church, it is not God who hides from mankind, but it is always sinful man who tries to hide from God. God has always desired to be with his creation, mankind. When God brought the people out of the bondage of slavery in Egypt, which is a type of redemption, of redeeming power over sin, he led them to Mount Sinai. And there upon the top of that mountain, God audibly spoke to his people. Now picture this, church. Here is a mountain that has smoke. It has lightning. It has thunders, uh, and uh, now uh, all of us, I think, would be a little bit awed by that. Hello? And all of a sudden, a voice speaks from there. A voice. Amen. And in Deuteronomy, uh, Moses rehearsed this awesomeness of Jehovah's action. And he stated to Israel in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 32, listen carefully or read it on the screen. For ask now of the days that are past which were before thee since the day that God created man upon the earth. And ask him from the one side of heaven unto the other whether there hath been any such thing as this great thing is or hath been heard like it. Pay attention to verse 33. Did ever people hear the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire as thou hast heard and lived? 
Or hath God essayed to go and take him a nation from the midst of another nation by temptations, by signs and wonders, and by war, and by a mighty hand, and by a stretched out arm, and by great terrors, according to all that the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes? Unto thee it was showed that thou mightest know that the Lord, he is God, there is none else beside him. Out of heaven, out of heaven he made thee to hear his voice that he might instruct thee and upon earth he showed thee his great fire and thou heardest the words out of the midst of the fire. Church, God was with them. King David stated in 2 Chronicles chapter 6 and verse 14, he said, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in the heaven nor in the earth, which keep us covenant and show us mercy unto thy servants that walk before thee with all their hearts. I'm telling you, church, David proclaimed that God was with them. But when the fullness of time came, as prophesied by the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah 7 and 14, it says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Two chapters more, verse chapter 9 of Isaiah we, we see this a lot on Christmas cards. It says in verse 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And church, some 800 years later, my friend, just because God didn't answer your prayer that you prayed yesterday doesn't mean that he's not going to answer it. I tell you, God answers his prayers in his own time. So 800 years later, Matthew writes, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Now stop and consider what you just heard or read. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Twice now it tells us the conception of the baby in Mary's womb was of the Holy Ghost. 
Anybody know about birds and bees in here? Huh? All I know is whoever does the con- whoever does the concepting uh, that can can make someone pregnant uh, is the father, my friend. Uh, That's who it is. Uh, So either we've got some big problems in the Word of God, uh, or we understand uh, that the Holy Ghost uh, is the mighty God. He is the mighty God. (laughs) Brother Nubel, good to see you, man. And congratulations. Amen. Amen. He said, she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Everybody say, wow. Jesus stated in John 14 and 11, he said, believe me, Jesus said, believe me that I am in my Father and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever ye shall ask, in my name that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son if you shall ask anything in my name I will do it if you love me keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because he, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I, and then he tells us who he is. We already know the Holy Ghost is the Father, right? And that's who's going to be sent is this comforter, the Holy Ghost. And Jesus says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while. And the world seeth me no more, but ye see me. Because I live, ye shall live also. And at that day, ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Oh, clap your hands unto the Lord. Church, we got to understand some things, and I hope... Brothers and sisters, we got to understand, God is with us. Not just here in this service. Not just when we feel his presence. Not just when we need him. Church, he is with us 24-7. Every day, 
every hour, every minute, and every second. God is with us. God robed himself in flesh. He's a spirit. I'm trying, sis. John 1 and 14, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. God literally came and walked among his people. He taught his precepts. He literally came to show mankind how to live in flesh. Rehoboth, God's word is not just a compilation of good suggestions. He just didn't speak it. He lived it as an example for all of us. Every aspect of his life was for you and I. When he fasted, Brother Brownie, for 40 days and 40 nights, guess who showed up to minister to him? Angels from on high. Church, when you're down and out and you can't see if the next day is even going to come or where the next penny's going to come from or what's going to happen in your life, I want you to know that God is sovereign and God knows exactly what's going on. But my friend, I want you to know, amen, when all of a sudden something starts changing, it's because there's an angelic presence. There are angels that indeed are around us. When he was tempted of the devil, what did he use? His own word. It is written, devil. He showed himself to be the bread of life. Church, Emmanuel is not just a catchy phrase. Do you hear me? He is a manifested reality. He is with us. What did he say? And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Do you realize that we are sons and daughters of God? Hallelujah. Amen. Do you realize that the Holy Ghost that you have received, if you've received it, amen, is Christ in you, the hope of glory? I'm telling you, folks, he, God doesn't just jump in and out of our being. God is with us in our down times and in our up times. He's with us when we're going through everything. He is with us. He is with us. He is in us. Jesus says, I'll pray the Father that he send you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Hallelujah. My, my oldest daughter and her and her uh, husband, amen, they had a, 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 well, I won't go into a long story because we don't have time, but amen, they had adopted a child, and they had the child for 19 days. But here in Wisconsin, the mother has 30 days to make up her mind. And after 19 days, they changed, she changed her mind. And that devastated my daughter and her husband. 
They can't have children. Devastated them. They go to the church at Calvary Gospel Church in Madison, and, and uh, Brother Thomas, one time, I was talking to him on the phone, and I said, how's Stacy and Amy doing? And, and he said, well, Brother Putnam, he says, they're there, and they're there faithfully, but you can tell they're just going through the motions. Now, church, listen to me carefully. That can happen to any one of us in this room. That when you think that you hit a bump in the road that you can't explain and you don't know why and you don't understand, amen, it's so easy for you then to just go through the motions of being Pentecostal rather than having the real goods allowing you to work on the freedom on the inside. Am I making sense here? Amen. God didn't call us to be just religious people. God put himself inside of us so that we could be led by his spirit. Amen. Praise God. Amen. That's why he said, I'm going to give you another comforter, the paraclete, the one that's going to be with you forever. I don't care what condition you're in. It doesn't matter what condition physically we're in. God doesn't leave us. I'm Brother Brownie, I can't tell you how I appreciate being here today because two weeks ago I couldn't even walk. I couldn't walk other than going like this and shooting pains going up my back. But I'm telling you, with God and with him helping a chiropractor, it has been a different story. Now, did I get before God said, oh, God, I don't understand. I try to preach your word. I'm a minister. Hello? Or... Can we get up even in our pain and say, Lord, you're great. You're greatly to be praised. I thank you, God. Even though I might be hurting, I give you the honor. I give you the praise. I give you the glory. Because you're worthy, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, clap your hands under the Lord. So he gave us the comforter, amen, and he said, I will not leave you comfortless. He said, I will come to you. And on the inaugural day of this Christian church, God did exactly what he said he would do. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. The first covenant was confirmed by a voice out of the midst of fire on top of Mount Sinai. (laughs) And now we read and have experienced, church, that out of the midst of the tongues of fire, God filled his people with himself. Oh, somebody ought to get this by now. God filled his people 
with himself. What did Moses state to Israel? He said, did ever people have the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire as thou hast heard and lived? Brothers and sisters in Christ, the affirmative answer to that question for every one of us Holy Ghost filled is yes, yes. Yes, because when you receive the Holy Ghost, the voice of God spoke through you out of the midst of the fire of praise and worship. And as a result, God is not only with us, church. He is in. That's why when you go to work tomorrow, it's just not you walking through the door. Some of you, I'm you know, I'm just trying to get us out of our religious rut. I'm talking about apostolics, you know, because we spend a lot of time going, God, come closer to us, come closer to us. And God's just saying, would you get filled up with me and let me out and let me go, let me out. Amen. It shouldn't be us begging him to come closer. It should be us willing to let us, let him out into the marketplace, into the workplace, into the schoolhouse, and of course into the church house. Will somebody shout unto God, you're with me, God. You don't hang up Jesus when you walk out this door. Hebrews says in the 13th chapter of Hebrews in verse 5, it says, let your conversation, that's your lifestyle, be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I shall not fear what man shall do unto me. That's why our brothers and sisters in Rome could be burning on the posts as human torches and they were singing unto their God while Nero was going nuts he said they're singing they should be agonizing they're singing I tell you church we need to be singing in the midst of our situation God is with us No man can honestly say that he doesn't need the Spirit of God. Are you kidding me? That's just like saying that I can be saved out without receiving God. Well, I don't need that. Well, especially when the eternal Word of God states in John 4 and 24, God is a Spirit. And they that worship Him must, everybody say must, Worship him in spirit and in truth. Paul wrote to the Ephesian church in chapter 4. He says, there is one body 
and one spirit, even as you're called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, who is above all and through all and in you all. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 says, But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear, ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Folks, we don't even have a smidgen yet to see what God is about to do. Amen in this world. Oh yes, it may look to the outward like the world is falling apart and that our nation is falling apart. Well, even if it does, I'm telling you, the God I serve will stand sure and we will go home with him one day for what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man, receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Church, that pretty well sums it up about... Do you realize that there was a lot of people that saw Jesus Christ that had no idea who he was? God was walking down their street and they didn't know him. Huh? When Joseph and Mary brought the babe into the temple to be dedicated according to the law, the priest took that Hebrew boy as if it was just any other Hebrew boy and circumcised him. But the one that had an experience with God, Simeon, He'd waited his whole life for this moment. And when he picked up that baby, the Bible says he blessed God. <laughs> he blessed God. He said, he said, and now let thy servant depart, for my eye has seen thy salvation. Church, don't be too surprised if people just don't recognize everything about you of who you are. But I'll tell you, it does you well to let Jesus live without you, within you, and through you. Amen. So they recognize that you're not just who you say you are. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of this gospel. All of you that are not ashamed of this gospel, would you stand up right now? Evidently, some of you haven't gotten this message yet. Because God 
is not wanting us in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Amen. He wants us to, he wants people to hear about his goodness. That's the purpose of Rehoboth. Not just to meet here twice a week. But you take him out there. In your speech, in your attitude, in the way you walk, in where you go, how you look. Amen. He wants to be glorified. The psalmist said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. I'm telling you, how do you magnify God who is every place and all at the same time? He does it through flesh. He does it through you. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'll tell you, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even the eternal power and Godhead. A lot of people say, well, you can't understand the Godhead. That's not what this verse says in Romans 1 and 20. It says even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. And Paul certified this teaching when he wrote to the Colossae church. He said even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations but now, everybody say but now, is made manifest to his saints to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Anybody have hope here today? Church, I thank God for what we've come here to do. To worship. Come on, Chris, come on. To worship, to praise, to hear God's word preached, to receive faith and act upon it. But the fact of the matter is, listen carefully, the fact of the matter is, when you leave this building, the church is not here. Oh, you still have stainless glass windows. You still have carpet and pews. But when you leave this building, the church, the temple, is right here. He's with us when we walk out of here. He is always with us. The psalmist writes, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord shall be praised. This is why just going through some religious motions will not bring him any closer than what he is right now. Brothers and sisters, we just need to position ourselves to listen to his voice within us. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You'll never please God in the flesh. But ye are not in the flesh. 
but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, Putnam didn't say this. God's Word says it. If you don't have the Spirit of Christ, He is none of His. So I encourage you today, man, woman, child, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you are missing the main enchilada. What this is all about, that is Christ in us, the hope of glory. Brothers and sisters, the King of Kings is with us. The Lord of Lords is with us. The Spirit of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world is in us. The Deliverer is in us. The Great Physician is in us. The Good Shepherd is in us. Church, our focus, seeking God, again I repeat, should not be without, but it should be coming from that still, small voice within us. Hallelujah. That directs our steps. That tells us to go here or to go there. To talk with this one and to talk with that one. To lay hands and pray for this one and to pray for that one. I tell you, I now understand, Brother Nubel, what, what David wrote. He said, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. <laughs> he is our shepherd. I invite all of you. I said I wasn't going to do this, but evidently I didn't preach it good enough or something. But I tell you, are you the one today that recognizes that God is with you? He is with you and that you want to give him thanks that he is not going to leave you. He is not going to forsake you. He'll be with you to the end, to your last breath. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, the Lord is my shepherd. Is he your shepherd today? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art what? With me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. <laughs> Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. My cup runneth over. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. Surely, surely, goodness, and mercy 
God been merciful to anybody in this room? If he's been merciful to you, then don't stand in that pew any longer. Come down and give him thanks. Hallelujah. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God, God is with us. Emmanuel, Emmanuel. Let's worship him, church, right now. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah.